I'm on mutinyradio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... Uh, aren't they good? Well, they're chosen uh, Here's you. his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Michael Spiegelman. It's four o'clock. This weird, trippy stuff is playing in the background. It's fog, paper, scissors, rock. Put your hands together for today's host of the Saturday, Sunday, daytime open mic. It's Kyle Morrissey. Yay! Kyle Morrissey. Kyle Morrissey. Yay! Yay. And I mean everybody. How's everybody doing? We got... Initially, this was just going to be my friends, um, but it looks like we have some actual uh, actual comics here, so that's good. Uh, I hope everybody's doing well. Uh, give it up for me. This is my first time hosting. I think, I think this is um, just the perfect... No, it's not on. I just... Part of this is acting. You got to sell the performance. Um, um, I'm just going to keep talking until this comes on. Uh, okay. Okay. Okay, cool. Um, I think uh, I think this is the perfect uh, depth for me to, to start off hosting with. This will be a lot of fun. Uh, hopefully, I'll come up with some fun ad libs without um, you know sounding too rude to anybody. There we go. That's all right. We're in it. Um, you know, I think I'm just gonna I, I think I'm just gonna start right off. I uh, I'm gonna come over here and grab the list. Um, excuse me, sir. And we're, for starters, we're just going to jump right into it. And so I would like to bring up our first comic. We have Tushar Bhatnagar. Come on down. Here you go. Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, it's going to get a bit awkward in the beginning. Okay. I'm just saying. Then it's going to get better. Maybe. We're not quite sure how this goes. We haven't done this before. All right. Okay, cool. So uh, the day uh, Trump won the election was pretty pretty bad day. Uh, you know, it was. It, it, I think a lot of us were like very unhappy that that night. I kind of woke up with a heavy, heavy heart that night. You know, I woke up with my wife, um, and she said, "Well, let's just do regular shit, right? Let's just we'll get through this. We'll do regular shit." So she said, "Okay, why don't you go and get coffee?" for everybody, right, for, for the both of us, and you check the post and whatnot. And I have to do that, because, like, I just do whatever she says. Like, that's pretty much how our, our dynamic is, right? So anyway, I go and get coffee, and then the guy says, uh, hey, hey, uh, how do you like your coffee, Abdul? And I'm like, well, my name is not Abdul. And he goes, well, I'm pretty sure your name is Abdul. And, you know, Fine, my name is Abdul. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm okay with that. You know, I, I mean, I want to tell him like we we don't all look alike, right? Like <laughs> that's what I wanted to tell him. Cause sometimes I I think about it like, uh, and I wanted to give him the benefit of the doubt, right? Cause I was like, sometimes we do all look alike, you know. <laughs> like sometimes it's hard to differentiate. Like when I when I see an Uber, it's hard. It, the only way I can tell if the guy inside is Indian is if he's driving the car or he's in the back, 
you know like that's the only like if he's driving the car he's probably indian right because i'm the one driving the car like it's <laughs> i'm the one driving the uber that's that's what's happening there anyway so i take the coffee and i start walking back and on the road somebody spray painted two words right and the two words are uh deport techies right which makes me feel very bad because like i think like okay so maybe america is going to be a different country now like it's just going to be out there right uh, it made me feel sad as I was entering the building. Someone was passing behind me with their dog, and they're shouting like Mexicans and Mexicans and Mexicans. He's looking at me. I'm like, wow, that's like a triple shot of racism, you know, <laughs> that I just received in the last five minutes. <laughs> I mean, and to make things worse, right? I went to check the post, and then I opened the post, and out came this letter, and it was by the U.S. Immigration Services, and I'm like. I guess this is the end. Like, I'm going to go home now, right? And and I open the letter, and out comes my newly minted green card. And that makes me so happy, because I'm like, bitches, I ain't going anywhere, right? <laughs> I go upstairs. I show my wife the green card. You know, and, and she's so happy uh, that we have sex, right? And I put that, that, that triple dose of racism, like... Inside, I used a pent-up energy to make her come. You know how many times she came? Just once, just the once, <laughs> just just once. I, on my best day, that's that's the best I can do. <laughs> that's all I'm talking about. And, and and then it's my turn, right? So like, and as I'm coming on those American citizen tits, you know, and I see my green card in the background, I'm thinking like, this is my American dream, like this. <laughs> Is why I came here for. <laughs> All right, I'm glad we got through that. I told you it was gonna be just a bit awkward, and I think I think we did very well. Thank you, guys. Again for Tushar, and thank God for racism. All right, what else would we have to direct all our angry energy at? Um, yeah, you know, racism is, I guess you could just make whatever out of it that you want, right? <laughs> like, like I remember being so excited to learn about the Civil War in when I was growing up because I was like, oh yeah, this shit's happening again. <laughs> like, there's no way this is only going to happen once. Um, but I feel like we're, we're generally kind of, well, you know, I'm going to stop there. Uh, the, the only comment I will make about racism is that it, 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 it comes in... in masked you know kind of little little ways i finally got my dad to start watching the wire which i'm very happy about it's one of my favorite shows ever and he loves it um but when talking to me about it he you know he just doesn't know what the word projects is so he just calls them the apartments and uh but he loves the show, so um, it's just it's just little things like that that like that's you just got to keep track of them. And uh, I'm gonna keep track of this next guy. Wait, remember remind. Oh people. yeah, uh, guys, did I mention this is my first time hosting? I would like to remind everybody to donate to this bin, this little bucket right here, which actually has a funny origin story. If you want to ask me about where this bucket came from uh, after the show, I will let you know. It's a very secret society. But uh, donate donate some money to the bucket, and uh, or uh, tag uh, Mutiny SF on, on Instagram, and um, you know do your part. Why don't you stop taking and, and give a little back? All right. Uh, well, our, next, our next comedian is a very giving, generous person. Give it up for Sergio Novoa. 
Hi, you guys. My name is Sergio. I am single, and I tend to take long breaks between relationships, mainly because I have to wait for the rash to clear. It took me a bit longer this last time because I don't have insurance, but I have friends in tech. They have insurance, so I took their penicillin, which means I am now rash-free and ready to start dating again. And I finally signed up for online dating. Uh, there are so many options. You've got Match, OkCupid, the Sex Offender Registry. I was so excited when I got my first match. But I knew it wasn't going to work out because he lives in the sunset. And I don't do long distance. I was really excited about my second match. But I also knew it wasn't going to work out because he wanted to go hiking. Yeah, I'm not a lesbian. How many of you guys know someone who's really hot and you would totally have sex with them, but you know you can't because they're a relative? <laughs> yeah. yeah, some pretty cousins, I know. All right, how about this? How many of you have gone out, gotten drunk, taken someone home only to wake up and realize it's a relative? <laughs> it's pretty shocking, especially for grandpa. <laughs> Now, I have dated both men and women, and it is safe to say that women can have sex with whomever they want. We men have sex with whatever we can. Surprisingly enough, once I had sex with the woman, I understood them so, I'm sorry, fuck. Surprisingly enough, once I had sex with the man, I understood women so much more. And I became very popular with women. So I will help every straight man in this audience be more popular with women. I will have sex with each of you. Yeah, don't worry. Just because you enjoy sex with a man does not make you gay. Also, just because you have sex with a man does not mean you're going to enjoy it. <laughs> just ask most women. Now, I know with the whole Me Too movement, men are afraid to talk to women. I can help you with this. There is a fine line between flirting with a woman and harassing a woman. It's very simple. If you're attractive, you're flirting with the woman. If you're unattractive, you're harassing a woman. <laughs> Any questions? Also, ladies, uh, here's the thing you need to know about men. Men are like buses. They're never on time, but one will eventually show up. So no need to chase them. Also, ladies, when a guy says, babe, I just want to put the tip in, he's not lying to you. He's lying to himself. <laughs> And guys, what you need to know about women is that women are superior to us, and they're emotionally evolved. So guys, if you want a hassle-free, sexually fulfilled relationship, date men. It's worked out for me. Yeah. One benefit to dating men, no accidental pregnancies. And I know this because my ex and I try to have kids, and trust me when I tell you, we tried. Uh, turns out butt babies don't survive. Now, I know men are not very expressive, unless we're talking about the vagina. In that case, they have all sorts of words for it. Cooch, cooter, beaver, fur burger, hot pocket, penis flytrap, pink taco, or as gay men refer to it, ew. Now, I recently ran into my high school girlfriend and the first words out of her mouth, is it my fault you're gay? And I was like, no, you didn't turn me gay. Your brother did. I mean, how delusional is she? She thinks she has the power to turn men gay. 
If women had the power to turn men gay, all gay men would be short, broken, unattractive. Not my type. Um, all right, that's it. Thank you. I want, I want to know what that dog has to say. <laughs> um, yeah, thanks for talking about the Me Too movement. Uh, I know it's, it's been a couple years since that thing really kicked off, and um, I think we've all learned a lot uh, in, in the time since it's elapsed. I was a little confused by it because as someone who has worked in an office before, I, I couldn't help but, but feel like it is really easy to not sexually harass someone. Like... It just, I don't understand. Yeah, I don't understand what the issue is. Like, if your colleague requests a one-on-one -on -one meeting, then they're kind of asking for it. But other than that, <laughs> like, no, I'm just kidding. Um, I, uh, I'm, I'm a man. Uh, or I guess I identify as, as a man. Wow, hosting. There's a lot of pressure here. Uh, I, I don't think that makes me inherently part of the problem like when I see a woman like running like, like down the street with like a sports bra my first thought is like get back here like that makes me part of the problem that that is what makes me part of the problem uh your next comic looks like he's part of the problem let's give it up for Sean Riley <laughs> right. uh, part of, I'm a part of a lot of problems first of all uh I was writing during everyone's set, so I'm a part of the problem there. <laughs> God, I am such a fucking hypocrite. If someone else writes during my set, I'm like, don't fucking write. You've really fucking listen to me. But then I literally was writing um, before my set. Um, honestly, I feel like it'd be really funny to do a prank where you, everyone in the crowd starts writing uh, while the comic is on stage. This is way too niche. I need to do real material. Um, I am not a part of the problem. I love women. Love all the women. <laughs> Unconditionally. All women. <laughs> Maybe not Sarah Palin. Fuck that bitch. <laughs> uh, she's not really relevant anymore anyway, so fuck her. Uh, what, what, what's going on, guys? Um, I don't know why everyone is so excited about meatless fried chicken when KFC stopped using real meat in 2003. All right, uh, I don't get it. I don't get it. I mean, I was like, oh, impossible food. It's like a burger without all the bad stuff, uh, the consequences of eating a burger. I'm like, you know what food you can eat without the consequences of a burger? Have a fucking salad, okay? You want to have an impossible burger? Like, it's just not going to end well. I know that there's something in this plant-based shit that's going to fuck you up, like cigarettes, right? We smoked cigarettes. It was super cool. And then everyone got cancer, right? I feel like the same thing is going to happen with these Impossible Burgers. Like everyone's going to eat the Impossible Burger, um, and then they're going to—it's they're going to—it's going to come out that like it was like humans meat, human, like that movie, um, plant, fuck, Soylent Green, Soylent Green. Thank you. Um, I don't know. It's like I feel like nowadays every everything in society it's all about just trying to cut corners. Like everyone wants to have all the pleasure without any of the of the pain right like everyone wants to get nicotine rushes without cancer uh or um it's like well, i don't know i feel like an impossible burger is like if you like shot heroin like and then didn't expect to like you know suck dick later um okay uh what else is going on i was at work the other day for change and my uh my friends he spent 70 minutes 
telling me about a 30-minute podcast. <laughs> and I was just, and I still didn't know what the podcast was about after he told me about it. I'm like, why don't you just like, why don't we just listen to the fucking podcast? Um, and uh, newsflash, guys, just because someone says something on a podcast doesn't mean it's fucking intelligent. Okay? <laughs> you ever see... Okay, and I'm going to call out Joe Rogan here. On that guy's fucking pod, that guy had a fucking white supremacist. Or it's close to it. On He's had a lot of those people on the podcast. And they're like, you know, I don't, know, I don't know about those homosexuals. And then Joe Rogan's just like, huh. You know, I think, I think you're right. I think you're right. I'm like, and then like people repeat this shit on, on the street. They're like, well, I actually listen to a podcast. And a lot of women lie about being sexually assaulted and they tell the public i'm like fuck you dude um you probably heard that on fucking joe rogan <laughs> and then and then joe's like you know what i don't trust these <laughs> i don't trust them joe rogan told me so um god i'm so insignificant compared to that man <laughs> <laughs> that's my problem guys what am i gonna do i don't have this is why I can't tell jokes about famous people. It's like, you're, all of you are literally thinking, like, fuck this prick. Fucking, I, uh, I do like Joe Rogan anyway, but, like, people that, like, listen, anyway. All right. Uh, what else, guys? I'll finish up with this. Uh, I'm a recovering bitch. Guys, I've been a bitch my whole life. And uh, I'm on step one, which is acknowledgement. I acknowledge that I'm a bitch and that I need to uh, sacrifice myself to a higher power to to get over my, uh, to get over this. Um, it's, you can find the steps online. Uh, step two is I have to kick a dog. Um, that was okay. <laughs> um, I'm still working on that one, guys. I'm, I love animals. I love animals. I love dogs. Not cats. Fuck cats. I've been Sean Riley. Thank you. Okay. Uh, I appreciate the, the, the proper uh, recovery vernacular that you use saying that you are a recovering bitch. Because some people in the recovery community say recovered bitch. But deep down, everyone knows it's recovering. Because even if you're a recovering bitch, you're always going to be a bitch. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to step in because as the only female in the room, I'm like, oh my God, you guys are stealing my word. Come on. Oh, sorry. Like, I, was... I mean, ouch. It's just that I guess with the end of your joke, I don't mean to make this joke work. Up, but like I get with the end of the joke if you kicked a female dog who is a bitch that I get because there's somewhere punchline but like man women are better faster stronger than you and I'm sorry that you're so jealous of our amazingment but do you gotta steal our word and call a I'm sorry I just took great effect you said it so many times with such bitch we take bitch else. bitch I just I hear it all day when a cat called down the street get over your bitch it's just Ouch. Just think about, I mean, not, not that I'm usually the PC police, but just, I'm sorry. Like I literally took offense during your joke. I got a little <laughs> triggered back here. I'm sorry. I'm a Californian. I got triggered. You stole my white entitled word. I'm a white lady who's 40. Bitch is my word, asshole. It's my, I've worked hard. I'm a 45 year old bitch and I worked hard for that. So I get to say it and you don't because you're a 28 year old pissant. Look at you. Are you 23? Oh, you you had it right the first time. Sorry. 20. I get my time later. I'm sorry. I'm just saying like, ouch. But, and, and I don't know if I saw you put money in the thing. Give me, give this bitch money. Come on, baby. All right. All right. Kyle, keep going. All right. No, you're right. We, we have taken everything uh, from women, uh, including their vaginas. Um, okay. I just, I when in doubt, double down uh, and just burn, burn, burn like a bright star. Burn bright, but really quickly. All right. Uh, I am going to give a demonstration. Um, 
about the donations that I was uh, recommending earlier. You take a dollar bill and uh, you put it into this can, which actually was probably stolen from an Alcoholics Anonymous meeting. We uh, have a meeting. We have a meeting here on Wednesdays. At eight o'clock. Really? Yeah, we have an. Yeah, we have an AA. We're a community-based group. It's not just for comedians, you guys. There's like DJs. It's supposed to be no. That we. It's okay. We can tell people we have an AA meeting. It's anonymous, <laughs> but it's no. I want people to come if they need help. I think a lot of comedians could benefit by going to an AA oh, meeting. You're fucking telling me. <laughs> oh my god. Um, you know, as someone who has been exposed to uh, to some spirituality at an early age, I can tell you, uh, most of us are 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 pretty fucked up okay um we're gonna keep it moving along our next comic is uh i would say my uh my creative better half we uh we're really putting our heads together and uh i'm excited for him to prove that uh let's give it up for vias sathya all right hey, thanks uh kyle uh cool you know it was it's funny like the f- first few comics when they went up uh there's like a honking noise and they made the the honking noise came right after they made a boobs joke <laughs> and like i wasn't sure if they were getting like you gotta get off because of the honking noise or because it was the boob joke <laughs> and then uh after the whole bitch thing happened i think it's because of the they used the honking noise as a boob <laughs> I, I want to try to be careful today. <laughs> okay, um, let's see what I want to talk about. Uh, I was I found this thing online, uh, this group of people, this vile group of people, and uh, what they do is they look for they they think the Earth is a certain type of shape. Do you guys know these guys? The round earthers. <laughs> what a bunch of fucking cracks, right? <laughs> I mean, look at the horizon. It's like a pancake. <laughs> fucking. All right, that's all I got for that. <laughs> uh, all right, what do I want to talk about? I uh, I've been playing fantasy football recently. Does any Does anybody play fantasy football here? One person, two people. Okay, cool. I don't know if you guys are like clapping me playing fantasy football, <laughs> or if you guys also do. Uh, but I fantasy football. You guys know football, right? Football, football, the pigskin. What a vile way to mention a sport, also. Throwing the pig skin. It's like, oh, there's a pig. Let's rip its skin off. Shove it in a ball. Throw it. Okay. That just got really dark, I guess. Um, I really, whenever I hear that, I hope that, like, one day pigs rule the world and they fucking rip off human skin and throw it around. Okay. That's just me. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> that's just me. All right. Um, well, I think it's interesting uh, because I watched, I watched, I, I, I watch a lot of football because of fantasy football. And uh, I, I'm sick of all these Brown players, you know what I'm talking about? Uh, like Antonio Brown, John Brown, Marquise Brown. There's too many. I have none of them on my team. It's fucking sickening. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, they're all scoring a ton of points. Mine, fucking James White's doing shit. <laughs> all right. <laughs> um, but <laughs> I think... <laughs> that's not, I don't even know it's a risky joke. It's stupid. Uh, but what was I saying? I think that I forgot what I wanted to say about that next. Hold on. That, what did I want to say about that, Sean? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> You come up and you forget everything. All right. Oh, did I say it? Okay, I did not. All right. Cool. Um, I think it's interesting. 
that oh this is what i found interesting i i think one of the reasons i play fantasy football is to get away from reality right i think everybody has something to get away from reality and uh you know like you always hear on the news there's some murder and rape and all these kind of things but fantasy football is not helping with that <laughs> like anthony antonio brown last week is accused of rape <laughs> And I need to follow that closely, because even the third whiteout has value in the PPR leagues, you know? Um, all right, it's because I said rape. Um, <laughs> fuck. Uh, let's see. <laughs> I, uh, but, but I think it's interesting. Like, one guy, Aaron Hernandez, uh, he's an NFL player, he murdered a guy. <laughs> what the fuck? You're a professional football player. When do you even have time to go murder a guy? A <laughs> fucking joke. Like <laughs> when, when when he murdered a guy, I I remember thinking like, man, this guy's life is really gonna tank. He was getting pussy playing professional football, and now he's gonna be in jail forever. Um, and what did I want to say about that? Fuck. <laughs> All right. I think the honk was a minute ago. So thanks, guys. You've been great. Right. All right. I know all of you are doing fantasy football because you won't shut the fuck up about it. So um, I hope you get that was at least helpful for you. Um, all right. I would like to bring up our next comic. Um, have you been here before? Yeah, that's Sunday. Nice. Well, I'm glad you're here again. Give it up for James Dennis. Ain't that bad a bitch. Childproof. Like I was saying, I do sound like Johnny Cash, balls deep in the middle of like a, you know, two-week heroin binge, give or take. If you understood the pikeys on Snatch, you should be good. But I ain't got no subtitles. If not, you fucked. I just kind of sound like Boomhauer sometimes when I get really high. Like when I got really high out there and forgot to bring money to throw in a tip jar. But anyway, as I'm noticing so far in my early rounds of comedy, this shit's like a heavyweight title fight. And the other night, I lost pretty fucking ugly on the scorecard. Like nasty ugly. I was about four crown and cokes deep and I caught this massive brain fart about a minute into my set and I was trying to explain to the crowd just how terrible a person this fucking retired tranny sex worker slash hairstylist and salon owner was to do a little bit of unlicensed contract work for over in the Castro district. I, I say a little bit of unlicensed, but all my work is really unlicensed, kind of like my driving, but that's neither here nor there. Anyway, the one thing I was able to get across, I think, with uh, pinpoint accuracy was just how shitty of a person I am instead, which is cool. I mean, it's not a big deal for me. I'll take it in stride. Like, I'm a shitty person and I own it. I'm not going to make excuses for it. It's, it's too fun. Like, excuses implies that I care, and I just ain't got time for that shit. That's not me. But, and here we go with another brain fart while I'm talking about that shit. It is 2019, and I know that, you know, in the world of uh, modern technology and all the internet and all this shit, nasty rumors can go out real quick. And in 2019, I don't want to be known as the random redneck that's endorsing hate speeches against trans women in San Francisco of all fucking places, especially with this accent. I'm going to get fucking lynch mob like that. 
So I came out with a little public service announcement for you. Just kind of clear the air, set the record straight. So if you're hearing that bullshit, you can kind of just kind of clear it up for me. Just do me solid. I don't know you. I know you don't know me shit, but do me solid. I don't hate trannies. Fuck. I think I fucked up again. I don't hate handsome and courageous women. I'm not feeling like y'all believe me. Y'all gonna fuck around and make me double down on this shit. I really don't hate them because I only date trans women. Like, for real, no bullshit. Because to me, there's like literally no difference. Any hot or cute trans chick I see is just like any other generic hot chick I see. They don't want shit to do with me either. You know, it's crazy, I know, right? Making less than 50000 a year, suffering from random bouts of crystal methamphetamine use and being half-ass ugly in general doesn't add up to attractive in either demographic. <laughs> like, ain't that about a bitch, man? Fucking working, man. Can't catch a goddamn break. <sighs> Lively bunch we got out here. Thanks for the response. <laughs> I love your enthusiasm. Y'all are fucking awesome. Glad we got past the PC concern part, though. I can see more questions on your faces than anything. I'll do a little Q&A with you. I'll fuck with you. No problem. What's your first question? What's my preference? Pre-op, post-op, top, bottom, versatile? Or as Joe Dirt would say, with or without the scooter stick? I've got an answer for you. Since it's PC-minded out here, it's come to my attention that personally attacking questions like that, I don't have to ask. I don't want to fucking have my anxiety flare up into a full-on panic attack, so... That's my PC way of saying I ain't telling y'all a fucking thing after that. <laughs> Any automotive industry fans out here? Like anybody, like you fuck with concept cars or anything like that? Does that shit turn you on? You get hard reading Motor Trend? <laughs> Is that just a Texas thing? <sighs> General response, fucking stellar again. I love it. Anyway, I was flipping through and I noticed that Volkswagen is putting out a new Passat and apparently it's called the Jewish edition. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. It kind of sounded offensive right off top. But the more I read into it, I was really impressed, man. It was held as the only sedan in its class that could stop on a dime and pick it up, too. <laughs> and even, uh, even beyond that, even more amazing, I heard that they had a Holocaust Jew edition. It's like $5,000 more, but when I read into it, that 5000 seemed expensive for extra gas hookups and a bigger ashtray. Oh, that was the fucking one that turned the stomachs. All right. Looks like everybody's about to roast me for being a tranny chaser a fucking a minute ago, but now we got our PC game faces back on. Right on. Should have known with the good weather out here, everybody be fucking with flip-flops. Yeah, no, I didn't learn nothing from Charlie Sheen and Mel Gibson either. You can always tell the Texan, but you can't tell us much. Thanks for fucking with me. Y'all been great. Right, give it up for James. We, uh, uh, for a second, I was like, "Wait, stereotypically Jewish people smoke while driving?" I was like, "Oh, I gave it a minute." I was like, "Oh, okay, <laughs> you got me." Uh, um, all right, we are uh, gonna keep it moving forward. I don't know if I've uh, mentioned this yet, but um, I'd like you guys to donate. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, one to five dollars in the uh, pink pink bucket that was stolen from a, a Narcotics Anonymous meeting. Um, we're going to keep this moving along. Next, we have uh, uh, my good friend. It's been fun uh, watching him because uh, we've been doing it for about the same amount of time. I want you to give it up for Cody Abe. <laughs> Thank you, I appreciate it. We have been doing it for the same amount of time, 
and uh wow like you're gonna you, you, like i was you were there probably for my first set and you're also here for for my last set as well i'm kidding because <laughs> uh, <laughs> i'm gonna get canceled after this set <laughs> i'm going i'm gonna go hard today so uh <laughs> Uh, fucking, in the news, Shane Gillis was really fucking, uh, been, you know, racially, like, he called, he, 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 he was, like, someone pulled up a podcast, like, uh, if you don't know, Shane Gillis is, like, a new hire for the Saturday Night Live writers or, like, the, the thing or whatever, but somebody pulled, like, you know, we're in that age of the internet, right, they're pulling up things from the past, you know, fucking bullshit things from the past that no one cares about. Like, like they'll, like there was this one podcast that he did, uh, where he was just talking about Chinatown and he's like, yeah, let those fucking chinks live there. I'm Asian by the way, so I can say that word. Um, uh, and you know, like I just had to say like, oh fuck dude, I hate Chinese people too. So like, we're good there. Um, uh, let those, I know, <laughs> but then like, it came out today that he actually made a joke about Andrew Yang and called him a Jew chink. And I'm like, okay, um, I'm going to back off there. Uh, I don't agree with you anymore because, like, I hate Chinese people, but Andrew Yang is a, a Taiwanese, so I'm, I fuck with him. <laughs> uh, I think I can't say that because I'm an American citizen or something. Like, Taiwan isn't, I don't know, whatever. Let's move on. That was a little riff that I wanted to do on I don't usually do like topical stuff like that but okay let's, uh, 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 Yang Gang fucking dude the, the that's a meme and like that, that the meme is running for president like how that, that's fucking crazy <laughs> like the the phrase hashtag Yang Gang is like in itself running for president okay so like um I feel like millennials, uh, like me included, like we all, like the the term or like the the phrase, like you don't call me at all, like from parents, like we don't hear that as much as we do call our parents a little bit more. I feel like our generation does, um, and I, I think is that's like that's you know that's crazy, and it's it's good, it's it's like a good change, you know, it's a good change that uh, that, that that that's like it's positive, and uh, I really like that the fact that. Uh, our parents' generations are just not figuring out that the only reason we're calling them is because we're on their family plan. Like, that's literally the only reason we're calling them. And, uh, you know, like, I've thought about it. Like, when my mom eventually passes, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't, I don't, I'll just not have a phone anymore. Like, I'll buy, like, the $1,000 iPhone and just use it for internet. Like, I won't have, I won't call anybody. <laughs> You got WhatsApp and then probably like uh, FaceTime or something. I, I I won't have cellular service at all. Starbucks is going to be where I'm going to be at most of the time, you know, free Wi-Fi for life. Um, so uh, we're in a really weird time racially. Uh, I mentioned that with my Yang Gang uh, bit there. But... <laughs> But, like, uh, it kind of manifests itself in, like, a little bit more subtle ways than Shane Gillis, like, a little weirder ways. And uh, this, so I'm a, I'm a cashier at a grocery store, and when you're a cashier, you see a lot of people cutting in line a lot of the time. And this, this thing happened where this guy cut in line, this Asian dude cut in line in front of, or no, this, this dude cut in front of an Asian dude in line. And, and the Asian dude stood up for himself. He was like, 
yeah, that I, I was next, dude. Come on. And then he put his basket down and like stood up, stood his ground, right? Uh, and then, you know, go, I was like proud of him, you know? Like, I was like, go. I was like, gang gang, you know? <laughs> Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I just said Yang Gang, and then he looked at me like, what the fuck are you saying, dude? Like, come on. <laughs> and, and the dude that, 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 you know, like when you do something wrong and you get called out for it, you get angry, and you're just like, fuck, dude, I got called out, and you kind of place the blame on the person that, that you wronged. Like, he just walked away and said, Asian. And I'm like, is that how he deals with all of his problems? You know, is 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 he getting cut off in traffic? And he goes, car. <laughs> you know, is he fucking uh, ruining relationship with relationships with girls? And he just says, mom. <laughs> like, I I don't know. Like that dude's fucking, like, you know, I I didn't know what to do in that situation, right? He actually ended up saying, like, dude, you want to take this outside, man? You want to fight? And I I was like, I was shocked dude i he walked out and i i was like i didn't i just started warming up like i gotta protect uh, yang gang for life man okay um i played out that yang gang thing this set <laughs> all right uh like uh, and, and it's weird uh like people try to like protect my asianness and i like i can do it myself like like people will try to stand i'm a man i'm not a baby um but uh, no, like, <laughs> uh, but, but, but some guy came up to me, he's like, dude, you, are you okay with like people just watching anime? I'm like, that's a weird question. Like anime is for everybody. And it's like, don't you think that's like, they're like appropriating your culture? And I'm like, no, that's just the master plan of the Imperial army. We go down, we're going to fucking in it, like, never mind. I have a better way to phrase that, but like, it's cultural imperialism is what I'm trying to say. And that's my time. Thank you. Job. Good, good job, Cody. I first I first heard about Shane Gillis from my favorite podcast called Come Town. And with a name like Come Town, I think that really challenges Sean's argument that podcasts aren't intelligent. <laughs> Alright. Alright. Uh, we are we are moving on. Uh, the next person coming up is the only person here preventing this from being a men's rights meeting. Uh, I want you, <laughs> I want you to give it up for the loud, the proud, the owner of this, well, she runs this shit, guys, all right? Who run the mutiny? Pam Benjamin, all right. Um, I want to ask a favor of you guys. I'm, I'm at Cobb's on Friday, and I have a seven-minute, 30-second set, and I just want to make sure that it's exactly seven minutes, 30 seconds. So if I can indulge you for an extra two minutes and 30 seconds, is everybody okay with that? Okay, starting again. Okay, here we go. I used to be a cheerleader for God. <laughs> there is only one God. Andy is the sun God. Rah! 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 <laughs> I was actually a cheerleader for Christ. I'm, I'm gonna need your help, here we go. Give me a K. K. Give me an I. I. Give me an L. L. Give me an L. L. Who do the Jews kill? <laughs> 
We get 12 mansions in heaven. Yay. The only thing that sucked about being a Christian cheerleader is that the skirts are really long, which are not sexy. Uh, and then my butt always hurt from protecting my virginity. Also not sexy. Knock, knock. Jesus. I know, did that guy exist or what? Is he real? Who believes in Jesus still? Come on, right? Uh, my favorite Bible verse is actually Leviticus 20:12, which is if you sleep with your father-in-law, you should both be stoned. I love to be stoned! Also, my ex-father-in-law looked a lot like Barack Obama. Ooh. He's a sexy, sexy man. You guys, I miss Barack so much. Do you miss Barack? Yeah. Oh my God, I miss him so much. Like people blamed him for all kinds of things like global warming, their smelly dick, porcupines, whatever. But you can't blame that bitch for being sexy. <laughs> I, miss, I miss me some Barack. Uh, do you guys have any idea who's gonna run in 2020? Any favorites, anybody? I got Yang from over here, yay, right. Uh, yeah, <laughs> hey. I'd like to see, uh, you know what I'd like to see? I'd like to see uh, Forrest Gump run for president. I was running for president, you know? Gump versus Trump. Come on now, can't you imagine? It's gonna be great. They're very similar candidates, right? They're both businessmen. Except you can still go to a bubblegum shrimp. They're, they're both, they have, you know, they have special needs. About a second grade reading level, second grade speech, you know, good, good special needs, guys. Uh, they're both fictional characters. <laughs> Except I believe in Forrest Gump. <laughs> At least he went to war. <laughs> I mean, Trump, he's got bone spurs. Where can he run anywhere? He can't run, he can't run anywhere. Fat McDonald's eating fuck, <laughs> fuck that guy. Pandering to the audience, thank you. Uh, I shouldn't make fun of Trump. Uh, we should just be afraid. I, I only want to make fun of uh, the worst first lady ever. Melania, what's her name? Melania, Melania? Does anyone know what her name is? Melania. Melania, Melania. Uh, I don't know what her name is, because she never speaks. <laughs> say something, say your name. I'd like to make fun of her voice, but I don't know what she sounds like, because she's the worst feminist ever. Say something, anything. She speaks four languages, did you know this? She speaks four languages. Talk in any language, show us on the doll where he touched you. Are you okay? Blink twice if you're okay, Melania. She just frowns all the time. She's so pretty when she frowns, you know? She's so skinny and pretty. She's just like, I wish she'd learn that like no one listens to you unless you're skinny and pretty. Like, Melania, say something! <laughs> um, she grew up in Slovenia or Slovakia. Does anybody know Slovenia or Slovakia? Uh, both those countries border Hungary. My God, she's starving. Someone feed her, is she okay? Uh, it's <laughs> poor Melania. I, I was wondering what she was going to say as a first lady, like what's going to be her talking point or whatever. And I thought that she'd just sort of rip off Michelle and hate fat kids or whatever. But uh, she's going to do it in her own special way. Uh, I think she's going to champion bulimia, right? It's so good for the economy. It makes kids four times the consumer. Right? So that, but she'll really be known as an environmentalist because she'll teach them to vomit into the composting. Regurgitate, renew, recycle. 
It's going to be a great, that acidic compost will be so good on the wine vines in Napa. <laughs> 2019 is going to be beautiful. Yay. Knock, knock. Feminism. I can get my own fucking door, thanks. It's like the precept of feminism, I think. I don't know. I don't read a lot of books. A lot of women read a lot of books, burned bras in the 70s, so I can talk about my butthole on stage. Yeah, feminism! My butthole looks like someone threw a hand grenade into a deli. It's meaty. It's meaty. I am, I am a feminist. I don't know what else to call myself. Language is political. I can call myself a female. Call myself a, a person. Call myself a human. Right? We are all people. And I know it's not spelled like that, but boys have a peephole and girls have a vagina. <laughs> so I have to call myself a feminist because it's the only word spelled without the word men in it. Nobody can spell? That's fine. <laughs> like, I, I learned how to read. I'm a feminist. Feminism is spelled with an I. Like, I am a feminist. It's okay. All the other words, you guys, you just look over them. You're like, oh, the patriarchy, whatever. Every month I menstruate. It's the one thing you can literally never do. <laughs> and you put your name all over it. <laughs> and you think it's gross. <laughs> when you have sex for the first time, you break your hymen. <sighs> hymen. Hi, I can have sex with you now. Yay. Hymen. The one I really do understand uh, is menopause, because when I turn uh, 52, men are gonna pause on me <laughs> before swiping left or right. Feminism. <laughs> I believe in equality. I hope you guys do too. Uh, I say the easiest way to make equality happen now is through PG-13 movies, right? If you cover up the nipple, you cover up the erogenous zone, you can see 180% side boob. You get to see butts now. I say. I'd like to see some side scrot for equality. All right, can't see the balls, can't see the dick. I want to see. I want to see that. Ha maybe Harry. Maybe. It, it, follow me. It's going to be a Martin Scorsese film. You know, uh, Nick Cage is coming out in Infinity Pool at sunset, and he's coming out of the stairs, uh, and his his dick his dick is above the stairs, and his balls are still in the water. And what we get to see is this beautiful, veiny, stained glass side scrot for equality. Quality now, quality, you're not on board. That's fine, it's like, I wanna see some side scroll. will they shave it? It's gonna be great because, you know, older actors can really make a comeback because the length of their scroat is the only thing we can see. I need to see like a six inch scroat for a quality, you know what I'm saying? Uh, so I've, I deal with a lot of scroat. Since 2002, guys have been sticking their balls in my mouth. I don't know if this is on the menu for everybody, uh, but I'm like, let's deal with my issues, I'm hungry. Um, so I ask if you can dip your nutsack in some marshmallow fluff uh, and then roll one ball in chocolate chips and the other ball in graham cracker crumbs. Because if I'm going to have your sweaty nutsack in my mouth, I kind of want it to taste like summer camp. <laughs> S'more dick, please. Less balls. <laughs> S'more dick. I have a fantasy about being with an uncircumcised guy. I want to I wanna pull up his dick. I want to pull his foreskin up over his dick. I want to put whiskey in his foreskin. I want whiskey dick for real. When can I get what I want? It's twofold. Uh, one, I'm an alcoholic and I like new and sexy ways to drink whiskey. And two, boys are gross. You have to clean it all that schmegma. Yay, I've been Pam Benjamin, yay!
I'm sorry, it was an extra minute. It's eight and a half. It's too long. It's too long. Thank you guys for doing the Yeah. All right. Uh, to challenge Pam's claim that uh, men can't menstruate, I'm now going to chop off my dick on live radio. Uh, you can't prove it. You can't prove it didn't happen. Uh, if I act it out, you'll you'll believe me. Um, no, yeah, when you were like, give it up for the worst first lady ever, I was like, yeah, Hillary Clinton. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> uh, fe- feminism does sound hard, though. Like, all, like, like getting all women to support each other. Like, I don't know if you need to do that. Like, it, if can you imagine if all men supported each other? Like, that would be weird. Like, every time I have a sincere moment with another dude, my first thought is always like, do we kiss now? Like, what? Like, what's supposed to happen? I I don't understand my feelings. Um, <laughs> I'll talk I'll talk to you after the show, Sergio. Um, all right. So our number nine. Is not here, and I know that because because I know what he looks like. Um, he, he uh, <laughs> yeah, he he looks like he would be here. Um, but we have a we have a new addition to the list. I want to give it up for our number ten, Mr. John Perkins. Hello, everybody. I uh, didn't think I'd be doing this because normally I just like to watch. But, um, you know, I came in, I was inspired, and recently, a couple months ago, I graduated from UCSB as an English major, so I'm unemployed, and I have a lot of time on my hands. And, well, actually, no, you know it's a problem, your degree, when Trader Joe's rejects you. Um, When hipster Safeway thinks they're too good for you, you know it's bad. But, you know, I've been reflecting about college recently, the ups, the downs, my journeys, and I remember freshman year, my roommate, he, you know, first day, he came out to me, he's like, John, I've been living in this very repressed city, Watsonville, it's some farm farm town near Santa Cruz. You know, I'm here to be me. And I'm like, that's great, you know. And being from San Francisco, I always thought like, I'm woke. I I was woke before woke was a word. I'm hip, I'm gonna support this. But I kinda went like above and beyond with the support. I was just like, anytime you need the room, if you wanna bring a guy over, bring two guys over, whatever you wanna do, just let me know. Just let me know and it's okay. And I would do that, and I would do that. Like, I would stay gone on a Friday, Saturday night, I'm like, that's probably prime dick time. And so, you know, I'd come home late and I'd be, he'd be in bed by himself and I'd be like, all right, I think he had a good night. And sometimes there'd be other guys in the bed and I'd be like, all right, he had a good night as well. But what was weird was we had a bunk bed. So I would climb above him. So whoever he was cuddling with that night, I would just be sleeping above, you know, whatever, I don't know, amazingness went on or whatever freakiness went on. And, you know, for a while this continued, and I just let him have his peace. But um, does anybody know the uh, Netflix show Daredevil? Has anybody seen it? Well, season one came out, and I'm a huge comic book fan. So I was like, that Friday night, I'm sorry, I can't go out. I'm inside all day just watching this. And, you know, we were like, oh, okay, sure. So I was up there in bed watching Netflix when all of a sudden he comes bursting into the room making out with a new guy. And I'm like... Ah, crap. So, you know, they're doing it. And you would think I'd want to just leave, like, right away. Be like, hi, sorry, let me just give you some space. But I was so into the show. I was so comfortable. I didn't want to go anywhere. So I was lying there watching Daredevil. And has anybody ever heard of a 4D movie? 
Like, you know what a 3D movie is, right? You just, you have the image pop out at you, you have a 20-minute migraine, you regret paying the extra $30. A 4D movie is when they start to add extra features to really immerse you into the situation. You know, not only is someone popping out at you, but if somebody's baking cookies in the movie, they'll pump in chocolate chip cookie smell. Or if there's like a chase scene, your chair will start to shake. Or, you know, if they're in a, I don't know, Amazon rainforest, they'll actually drop mist from the ceiling. It'll rain on you mid-movie movie. Well, that night, my bunk bed became a 4D movie because at one point while I was watching Daredevil, the bunk bed started to shake back and forth gently. And I was like, oh, this isn't good. And then it started to go a lot faster. I was like, this really isn't good. But, you know, again, instead of moving, I just stayed there. I tried to just gently like situate myself to move around and I accidentally kicked the wall. So it stopped for a moment. I was like, okay, they know I'm here. I've made myself heard and this is fantastic. But then all of a sudden, again, the rocking picked up, the noise picked up. Luckily, there was no mist coming my way or else that would have been problematic. And I tell people this because, you know, I'll, I'll always joke like, oh my God, Chris Hemsworth is so hot. Or like, you know, I'd go gay for him. But you know, I've never had sex with a guy. But I have been in an involuntary threesome with a couple guys. And <laughs> in the morning when you know, the, eventually they stopped rocking. Shortly after I kicked the wall, the speed picked up, it slowed back down, and then it just ceased. And I just, I didn't know what to do with myself. So I just stayed there and I went to bed. In the morning, I climbed down the bunk bed and I just stared my roommate in the eyes because he was awake, him and the guy who, I have to say, four years later, they're still together now, so good for them. I know. And, you know I looked him in the eyes and I was like, you owe me. And he's like, I know, I know. And I... Got to use it once or twice. I don't like to blackmail people because I'm always a nice guy, but in that point, I think it was well worth it. All right, that's been me. Thank you. This is a very sensitive microphone go. switch. All right, well, on paper, that concludes this very uh, problematic uh, oh, Saturday well, op no, it was open great. mic. You're amazing. Um, we still have time, so if everybody wants to do a little round of I'm doing shows here and there and whatnot, sure. um, we can have like a little mic time for people to say what shows they have upcoming and the whatnot. Sure. Uh, I'll start. Um, just in the immediate future, it sounds like we're going to be going head-to-head -head on, on this Cobb stage this Friday. Oh, uh, yeah! So, I have a guest list already of like 25 i've been fucking rocking it i know i i, I almost more regret to telling anyone i was doing this um yeah so that's that's me i'll just uh put the mic in the stand i mean i have a couple shows booked throughout like october but um i'll even say the say the open mics say the more. open mics you frequent. I mean, whatever you want. Uh, okay, so I go to uh, I really like Under the Buck, which is at 7 p.m. at Under the Buck uh, on Thursday nights downtown. I uh, I'm a big fan of Mutiny Radio, which you can go to. Under Monday. the Buck is at Second and Market. Second and Market, yeah. yeah. And then um, gosh, uh, uh. 
let's just say OMG at six and market. Oh, I love <laughs> OMG Tuesdays and Sundays. Yeah. I got to host there last Sunday and I got so drunk. It was so fun. They give you when you when you guest host, they give you four drink tokens. It's amazing. That's if awesome. you ever get asked to guest host for OMG, it is a hundred percent worth it. Because like no matter how shitty it is, you're gonna have a great fucking time. Like it's so yeah. like Oh, I believe I it. got so ripped. I felt so sick the next day. It was awful. But I like I had I had the best time hosting at OMG. All right. Um, I will uh, I will leave it to everyone else to come up here and announce their dates. Everybody uh, clap for Kyle for being a thank great host you. today. Yay, Kyle Morrissey. Yay. Thank you for letting me host this. I'm sure if you listen to the audio online, you're going to be like, wow, I didn't realize people still got radicalized like in real, in real life. Uh, all right. All right. This isn't the internet. All right. Let's go. Yeah, good job on hosting. Congrats on the first one. I was terrible on my first one, so very good. Uh, come on, little champ. I, I'm hosting tonight Women on Top, the comedy show, at 16th and Valencia at, this, at Manny's. Uh, All-female cast. There's nine female comedians and one token gay man. Um, next week on Wednesday at Oasis, I'm uh, doing mansplaining. You have the only time I've booked a straight male lineup of five guys and two gay men are going to be on stage harassing them, interrupting them, and mansplaining things to them. Things like, you know, that joke would sound a lot better if you smiled. And one of the comedians will go ahead. Little champ, come down. Hi. And that little, um, and little, uh, one of the male comedians will be turned into drag and will close out the show by doing a full lip sync song. Can't tell you which comedian it is. Uh, and then the following Wednesday, it would be um, dating drama, a night of comedy. Each performer is going to have stories about their single dating married life. And that's it for now. So, yeah, thanks. Those dogs are so cute. Uh, well, this has been real great. Uh, yeah, it's always good to work out material in here instead of, uh, you know, um, on stage, <laughs> or uh, you know, uh, you know. Any, anyway, um, I uh, next my Wednesday I'm doing uh, Rooster Tea Feathers, the new talent showcase, always fun. Um, and then the fall Thursday I'm uh, on uh, Dre Meyer's show, Grimy, uh, as a spotlight comic uh, at Grimy. Uh, what's the uh, address? El Parada. Seventeenth and Petrero. Seventeenth and Petrero. Uh, and then on the 28th, I'm doing uh, Cobbs uh, with uh, Kabir Singh. So I'll be my first time and uh, getting ready for that. So thank you very much. Uh, it looks like Warhol Kaufman's here. So let's have him do a set. Warhol Kaufman, yay! I'm working on my clean set for comedy day. People say Negroes can't swim, but my great uncle went swimming all the time until he drowned. They could not get him out of the river. If you believe we've been to the moon, then you accept that we only let white men on the moon, so that's on you now. That's your bad now. The lazy Susan is a disrespectful piece of furniture. Pass your own butter, Gary. 
I don't have a dishwasher. I have a drunk Diane. You guys like Bernie? You like Bernie? I like Bernie. I love Bernie. I love Bernie Madoff. I love Bernie Madoff. I love Bernie. I love Bernie Madoff so much. Bernie Madoff stole $65 billion. Six, that's white privilege. That's amazing. I couldn't steal $65 billion if I wanted to, and I do want to. That's what I want. So, I just heard something crazy. You want to know? Okay, I tell you, it's so crazy. I just found out. Apparently, from a legal standpoint, if you kill two people, Nancy Pelosi is president. <laughs> like, if you murder two people, Nancy Pelosi is the Democratic president, not just any two people. <laughs> it's like a puzzle. You gotta figure it out. I used to live in West Oakland. They found a human head in the recycling plant two blocks from my house, which is messed up because that's compostable. <laughs> it's compostable. So I realized at one point that my grandmother was in D.C. for the entire civil rights movement. And the next time I saw her, I had to ask, I was like, Grandma, what was it like? You were there for the March on Washington. You were there for the I Have a Dream speech. What was it like? And she said, oh, your grandfather wasn't interested in all that. They found the Golden State Killer, 30 years. Someone was murdering people all over California for 30 years. Who knew it was the police? Who could have predicted? Make some noise if you're racist. People be like, Trump is racist. And he's orange. I think it's ironic that Trump's son is barren when we all wish his mother was. Black actors never get to play Nazis. That's racism. I'm actually, I'm down for white separatists. I am, I'm down for white separatists. They should check out Mars. There's no Negroes on the moon, thank you. I just want to add, uh, since we brought up politics again, Pam was talking about them. I, I do think I'm going to vote for Elizabeth Warren because um, it's time we gave this country back to Native Americans. Um, and with that, uh, I'm going to have the rest of the comics come up and continue telling us their upcoming dates. Any kind of dates. Dates with people, romantic dates, uh, comedy dates. Let's hear it. Uh, Cody Abe, Associated Press. Uh, so, can you tell me? Uh, no, I'm kidding. I don't have a question for you. Um, uh, yeah. So, I have a. I'm on the. I'm another Spotlight comic along with Sean on the Grimy Show. Uh, I believe it's 2007 16th Avenue or something like that. I don't know. It's at Il Parada. Find us there. 
And then on the, the Friday the 20th, I believe I'm on, I'm back here at Mutiny, doing the club, uh, the Mutiny's Comedy Clubhouse at 8 p.m. Getting some nods of affirmation from Pam there. And then uh, on the 28th, I'm at Bound Together Books at 989 Again, uh, I think Pam's headlining that show. It's going to be a great show. Is that Mauricio's thing? Mauricio's or, show. Uh, yeah, 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 on the 28th. Yeah. yeah. I didn't even know where it was. He was just like, you're doing 30 minutes somewhere. And I was like, okay. It's on Hate Street. It's right across, uh, or it's like near Ben and Jerry's or something like that. Oh, okay. I know where it is. Bound yeah. Together Bucks. Fantastic. Yeah, it's on that part of Hate On the 28th, that Saturday, before that, I'm on Frosty Nugs show in the Soma. I don't know where it is. But it's in the Soma at 7. It's like part open. Do you know where it is? It's, not, it's, not, it's, it's at Brick House. Yeah. Good. I'm glad everyone's telling me about my schedule because I had no idea. I know I'm booked with both Frosty Nugs and Mauricio on the 28th. I'm st- super stoked. On the 26th, I'm at All Out Theater uh, in Oakland with the Interruption Show. On the 20th, Friday the 20th, I'm here both at Mutiny's Comedy Clubhouse and then I'll be leaving in a in a cat or Jonathan will be driving me to Cobbs where if you want to get on my free guest list, you can just email me at mutiny, mutiny radio director at gmail.com and uh, I can get you on my guest list. I, I already have like 25 of them and it's going to be great. It's going to be a really fun night. And I hope you guys come out for that. Uh, other comedy shows tomorrow is Comedy Day. So if you're a comedian, don't miss that. Warhol Kaufman is going to be in the, one of the first sets at noon, hosted by Ron Vi, the new showcase, Fibbity Dupes. Uh, I'm going to be hanging out with Tony Sparks. We're going to be drinking in the back because there's free booze, yo. I, I love I love beer. I love Comedy Day. It's the one day of the year where you're like, I get to drink for free because I'm a comic. Although it's almost, am I a comedian with an alcohol problem or an alcoholic with a comedy problem? I don't know. Does anyone else have things to say? Every Friday here is Pam Dessis, or Mutiny's Comedy Clubhouse. Please come to that. We have four open mics a week here. Please come to those. This guy. Yes, this was actually my first open mic. You know, I usually have very severe anxiety, but I got a couple chuckles here and there, so I'm positive. Thank you, everybody. Yay! Yay, that guy. We're so open, welcoming of dudes. This is a real dude safe space, except for the one dude who got hit in the head that one time. But other than that, it's a real. Haven't seen him since. It's, yeah, it's a real safe space for dudes. I don't know why it's not a safe space for women. I guess it's my armpit hair that like scares the women away. They're like, oh, she's got too much man vibe. No comment on that. So. <laughs> I, you don't look how beautiful it is. It's like a squirrel. I you just dropped it if you uh, a 30-minute comedy record called Dead or Alive. It's on my YouTube. I'm going to be at Comedy Day tomorrow at noon in Golden Gate Park. And then at night, I'll be at All Out Theater. We're doing an Armageddon-themed variety show. Should get weird. Uh, every Monday, I'm at Delirium, 8 o'clock in the Mission. Cool. Yeah. Yay, Warhol Kaufman. Is your comedy show, is the YouTube channel just your name or Warhol? Uh, it's actually YouTube.com/barackandnoel. Okay, Barack and Noel. Okay, cool, got it. Uh, okay, good luck everybody who's listening to us to find it. Um, <laughs> I, Sam, uh, that's cute. You guys are doing some nice shows. Uh, I'll be at Carnegie Hall, uh, filling up the whole place. <laughs> No, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> every week. 
<laughs> in the cellar, yeah. It's it's pretty tiring. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, I'll be doing. I usually on Saturdays I'll be at uh, the what do you call it? Bar Fluxus. Uh, they do a Daisy show there, which means if you're not Indian, don't show up. Uh, <laughs> and then. Um, uh, on I think October second, I'll be doing Comedy Oakland. Comedy Oakland's fucking awesome. So yeah, check it out. Cool. Yay. The machine. Yeah, Comedy Machine. Yeah, yeah. It's so it's so difficult. I hope you have a really strong ego. I can't do it anymore because it just always makes me feel like a pile of dog shit. Yeah. I like make it to the second round, and then when the people don't clap enough, and when they just don't clap, and you're standing up there, and I just I just feel like crying and yeah. slinking away. It's really really yeah, it's really <laughs> difficult. It's it's great. It's sometimes it's great, and sometimes you. I mean, I hope yeah. you are strong enough that you don't cry. I I like <laughs> cried so many times yeah. on the way home. I'm like, I'll never do comedy again. Comedy acts are Why great. do we do competitions? Cool. That's it. Uh, other other people. Anyone else? Should we end this shit uh, tonight? Yeah. Uh, tonight, um, Benders is having their 16th year anniversary party uh, at 806 South Venice. I'm in a, I go, I work there. It's the best bar in the whole world. Uh, come by, visit me, and um, I'll hook you up with some tats at Counter Offer. But uh, yeah, come out. To, it's going to be a great show tonight, actually, if you like metal. There's a band called Molten and an amazing band called Thea. And um, Psychic Hit is also playing, and it's like... Hey, come on by and uh, drink with us. Uh, thanks for being here tonight. Thanks for donating to Mutiny Radio. Uh, if you didn't get a chance to put money in, please follow us on Instagram, Mutiny Radio SF. And um, that would be great. Like us on Facebook. Uh, give us money to our PayPal. Please give us money. Uh, we'll be back. Thank you. We'll be back next week. Yes. We'll be back tomorrow. There's another open mic tomorrow from 4 to 6, hosted by Natalie Fauzi. So we're going to be at Comedy Day early, and then we're going to come back over here and do an open mic. Whoopity-doo! Uh, we might even double around and go back to Punchline and do something. That'd be crazy. A pretty ladies walking by. Look, I'm a misogynist, too. Uh, thanks, guys, for being here. Bye!
Flap like plastic. Uniradio.fm. Here's more music for you. Face to face, dance to cheek, one to one, man to man. 
But I want you to show me the person Who doesn't like butter Well, you can have your yams, you can have your collard greens. But if you want to please little old me, you better pick butter
hören eine Sonderdurchsage der Polizei. Das Bundeskriminalamt gibt Ihnen Gelegenheit, Gespräche der an den Morgen in Köln und der Entführung des Dr. Schleier beteiligten Terroristen zu hören und bittet um Ihre Unterstützung. Hören Sie sich bitte die jetzt folgenden Stimmen in Ruhe an und achten Sie besonders auf die Eigenarten des Tonfalls, der Ausdrucksweise und der Sprachfärbe. Aufzeichnung 1 Black Black Classic, Uni Radio Data FM, we need you to pledge and give money. We know you like us because you're listening to this, so prove it and click on the donate, please. Thanks. Thank <laughs> you. 